It's the Brian and Jen podcast. Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn. Jennifer is the conservative crusader. You're like a superhero, really. Brian is our lovable liberal. And thank you for noticing that I am a superhero. It's very – the crown, though, yeah. is I, – I mean, the cape is – now the crown, I mean, you're What do you going, think about the boots? The boots I kind of like. I knew you would. They, they look like Wonder Woman, like Linda Carter. People of my generation remember Linda Carter on TV as Wonder Woman. And you snuggle in a little liberal blanket. I do. It's uh, this. Is, lovable. Well, this is my blankie, and it. I also have my binky from childhood. It helps you, right? It does. Like, for example, when President Trump comes out and says, I've done nothing wrong. It was an absolutely perfect call. <laughs> I just find my binky, or I wrap myself in my blankie. You don't want to melt, though, you snowflake. No, but I <laughs> Don't get too warm. But I also absolutely understand that the impeachment proceedings, the inquiry, it's just an inquiry. Trump says, the uh, president said, it's all over. Uh... In a good way, the president's saying. A lot of people, Jennifer. If people were honest, it would be over. Okay. And you know it. Oh, no. You know this is a shit. You know, you know that they should just run a good candidate in 2020 and try to beat him the old fashioned way. Well, look, uh, you know, um, you know it. As, a, it. as a Republican, you know, for it was uh, a, a lot of these folks, by the way, running around today uh, uh, holding the Trump banners, and I mean the legislators, uh, they were people who were very active in an impeachment 20 years ago. And, and, and Republicans taught me. Democrats, too. Too, by the way, Republicans taught me how important this process is when a president is thought to uh, have committed high crimes or misdemeanors. Let's get to Trump here. After the ambassador, Gordon Sunland, provided his testimony about, uh, well, about Ukraine and all of the issues, uh, many in the media called his testimony, Jennifer, a bombshell when he said, was there a quid pro quo? Yes. Emphasis on the bomb, because you and I <laughs> listened to this thing together. He was stepping all over himself, Brian. He'd make these big assertions, and then 10 seconds later, he'd be stepping back on him. I I, I don't really get what his his goal was, and he was really trying to walk, walk that fine line, I thought. President Trump thought that Ambassador Sunland's testimony should mark the end of the impeachment inquiry. Oh, it should. The president outside the White House reacting to the ambassador's testimony before the House Intelligence Committee, all part, of course, of the impeachment inquiry. I just noticed one thing, and I would say that means it's all over. What do you want from Ukraine? He asks me, screaming, what do you want from Ukraine? I keep hearing all these different ideas and theories. This is Ambassador Sondland speaking to me. This happened. To which I turned off the television. What do you want from Ukraine? I keep hearing all these different ideas and theories. What do you want? What do you want? It was a very short and abrupt conversation that he had with me. They said he was not in a good mood. I'm always in a good mood. I don't know what that is. Yeah, he sounds right now, Jen, on the podcast, Brian and Jen podcast. He sounds like a guy. I'm always in a good mood. Well, he's helicopter Trump. There's no emotion when you're helicopter Trump. There's a couple of different Trumps. We know this on the Brian and Jen podcast. <laughs> Do you want to show him? Uh, if you, you, you call All one, right, uh, helicopter Trump. All of these people, they know there was no quid pro quo. They asked me about Ukraine. I said I want nothing. Rally Trump. All of these people, all of these people in the back here, the media, they're terrible, terrible people. Teleprompter right? Trump. I want to thank the doctors who gave me my physical at the Walter Reed Medical Center. It's a great place, really. Fantastic. They are renowned. 
You understand there's a different kind of – but he's fighting the whirlybird, proclaiming his innocence, helicopter Trump. He just said – now he's talking about what my response. So he's going, what do you want? What do you want? I hear all these theories. What do you want, right? And now here's my response. What? That he gave. Just gave. Ready? Ready. Got the cameras rolling. <laughs> I want nothing. Oh, that's what I want from Ukraine. That's what See? I said. I want nothing. I want nothing. Who are you yelling at? Okay, that's... Did you hear that? <laughs> Case closed. Yes, you're so violent, you... Case Trump. closed. Now, Senator McConnell in the Senate, and here's what happens, and, and folks know this, I think, who hear the Brian and Jen podcast, but remember there was a class when we were kids called Civics? I do. And <laughs> People on your side of the aisle have pulled it out of the classrooms to create a generation of angry people who feel like they cannot create change. See, that's where you're wrong. It's <sighs> the people who it's are... Li- indoctrination, Whitman. No. The liberals, we took the civics class out to put the gender-neutral bathrooms in the school. Oh, that's so exactly right. That's, that's why, exactly right. right. Yes, of course. So Mitch McConnell and the Senate, it, when, not it, watch this, when the House impeaches President Trump, I do believe it I don't happen. disagree. Okay. Then the Senate tours, the 100 senators, act as jurors, if you will, and they will either convict the president, and an American president convicted on, on articles of impeachment is removed from office. Never happened in our history, and no chance it will happen now. Mitch McConnell says uh, it's inconceivable that 67 votes, which is two-thirds, would come up uh, to convict Trump on an impeachment charge. The House is going to do what the House is going to do, and when they get through, as you all know, it uh, comes over here, displaces all the business, and we'll be on it until senators decide it's time to, to reach a conclusion. I will repeat what I've said in the past. <clears throat> it's inconceivable to me that it would be 67 votes to remove the president from office. I love Mitch McConnell there when he talks about all the business that we're supposed to do, all the business. Like what the lunch is. Sound like his, uh, his air pump actually gave out. Did you hear it? <laughs> It comes up here. <laughs> this place is all the best. Plug in, Mitch. <laughs> okay. Uh, His he, battery pack ran out. <laughs> you heard from President Trump. You heard from Senator McConnell. We're hearing from Jennifer Horn, the conservative crusader. I'm your lovable liberal. The voice of reason, I think, on this oh, podcast. gosh. How about Mayor Pete Buttigieg? Can he be the voice, voice of, of unreason? He is. Look at these polls, New Hampshire, at the top of one poll yeah, there. Yeah, congratulations. You're at the head of the polls of three total electoral votes. Well, look. <laughs> Great job, Mayor Pete. Let me tell you. You're destined to become president. Let me give you some names of people who came out of virtual obscurity to become president. He's How about, a rising star. I'm not going to argue. Jimmy Carter, Bill oh, Clinton. Yeah. Do any of these names ring a bell? Oof, so, unfortunately. Mayor Pete is the mayor of South Bend, Indiana. Mm-hmm. And uh, about the impeachment and the hearings that we've seen on television, here's what the mayor said. Well, he says the president confessed on television to these allegations. Constitutional process of impeachment should be beyond politics, and it is not a part of the campaign. But the president's conduct is the impeachable conduct that we have seen in the abuse of power that we're learning more about in the investigations. But just to be clear, the president's already confessed to it on television. That's Mayor Pete Buttigieg. You might call him, in some respects, the front runner on the Democratic side, chiming in, at least in Iowa, where the caucuses will happen, first in the nation, New Hampshire, uh, at the top of one of those polls very recently. This is going to be, obviously, ultimately the question that will remain unanswered until November 2020, uh, provided the president uh, 
gets the nomination of the Republican Party and it doesn't go to like Joe Walsh or something. <laughs> I don't you know, think that's going to happen. You know, when that happens, Whew. what impact will it have on his reelection? Because the history here is interesting. We don't see presidents impeached in the first of two terms. Yeah, usually uh, that has been the case. I, look, I think there is just as much risk for Trump as there is for Democrats in this. Sure, whoever is going to become the eventual nominee and even people who are running for Congress on the Republican side are going to be able to put up all of this doubt about Trump and his ability to uh, dictate foreign policy and whether or not he's in it for himself. That's going to be the usual fare for for Democrats. But for Republicans, think about what what we have from Adam Schiff. We have Adam Schiff lying uh, on his panel saying that he doesn't know who the whistleblower is. We have him uh, giving a testimony like he's some sort of stage actor as he's trying to read transcripts that President Trump wrote and giving his own spin to it. You're going to have Democrats who have gone after this president time and time again with no real direct evidence. And Mm. we have had that yet. And that's going to be used against against Democrats. Look at how much money Republicans have raised already. Thirty one million in the month of October alone. Are you kidding? Well, look, uh, you know, th- there is there are historical. Certainly uh, there is precedence for a president being impeached. And, and it certainly depends on the personality, I think, and the approval rating and the general feelings about that president. Bill Clinton, for whom I voted two times as your lovable liberal, was impeached. He left office with an approval rating higher than it was before. Before they impeached him. There are a lot of boomerang effects, and President Trump's approval rating has not budged. And as of this date, when we record this podcast, Brian, the support for impeachment has actually declined by 10 percentage points. That's big news for the president. We thank everybody who hears the Brian and Jen podcast. We, of course, are on SebGorka.com and the doctor, the good doctor, as I call him. That's right. Always says nice things about us. I hear you on the Seb Gorka radio show. Wednesdays. Amer- yeah, California uh, Crazy Report. <laughs> California Crazy, right. On Amer- uh, you're part of that. I, I think. I have a starring role. Maybe. <laughs> Jen and I do the morning answer program on uh, AM 870 and AM 590 in Southern California. So we're listening to all of these hearings and covering and hearing all these witnesses. And we get to see Adam Schiff arrive in the yeah. morning and he, uh, he comes. He's, in. My, he's our congressman, both of us. Actually, we live in his district. Ugh. When Don't that remind me. when the right when the camera goes on, I and, wish he lived in his district. <laughs> and the red light, he has red light syndrome, RLS. It's a it's a it's a condition. He is right in front of that camera. <laughs> and then <laughs> shift because he's the chair. He has to start the questioning, and I love it when he recognizes himself as sort of a parliamentary or a, 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 a yeah parliamentary procedure. I recognize myself or, or majority <laughs> counsel for the first round of questions. Okay, it looks. And let me tell yourself, you're doing an excellent job. I Ugh. recognize myself, self. I've never seen a chair quite like you. So handsome and smart. It seems like Schiff feels like he's hosting a daytime television program. Oh, Schiff's a lot of things, boy. He <laughs> loves all of this. He does. He's having a good His time. His ultimate goal is to be Senate uh, senator. You know, it, he wants to probably go on to be president someday. He mm, he is something. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Thank you for joining us. Brian and Jen podcast. And don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at Jennifer Horn and at Brian Whitman. Please do that. Please download again our podcast. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts. That's the thing to do. SebGorka.com on the website. I hear us. Because I recognize myself sometimes. <laughs> I recognize myself or, or majority counsel for the first round of questions. Embarrassing. Ryan, you're the best radio person I know. I enjoy me. I enjoy me. I know you're the biggest fan of you. On Spotify, actually. <laughs> yeah, but the Brian and Jen podcast is everywhere. And we thank you for joining us. Brian Whitman, Jennifer Horn, the Brian and Jen podcast. It's my-